Uh, so talk, talking. And welcome to another edition of the Zero Stars Podcast, a podcast about video games and consistency. My name is Bob. And my name is Matt. And we're going to talk about video games, but not before we talk about how great it's been being consistent in our recording schedule. I think that we've done a really great job. I think it has given my life an amount of order that I otherwise wouldn't have to have this every two weeks. I wouldn't even know to take my pills if it weren't for the (laughs) fact that we record on it on such a regular basis. Yeah. And it's been going really well. Exceptionally. So uh, I hope that you, the listener, have also been setting your watch by the release schedule of the Zero Stars podcast. And I hope that you enjoyed last week's interview with Dan Hauser of Rockstar. He had a lot to say on unions. Uh, working conditions. I think we actually and kind the of brought him. <laughs> exactly. You know, no war is truly civil. Um, what? <laughs> yeah. He has a lot of commentary, that guy, on America. Yeah, he has a lot of things to say. Some of it is kind of offensive, but he thinks it's satirical. Um, Yeah, so Dan was in here. Really great talks. I think that we both... What? Like this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Neither offensive nor satirical, necessarily. I like to think that we're totally middle of the road. Yeah. Um, Middle America. Coming to you from middle America. (laughs) Smack dab in the center of the country and with no opinions in either direction. (laughs) Nor a sense of real geography. (laughs) Speaking of no sense of real geography and being in the middle of the country, uh, we have both been playing a game called Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. And I think that we have sort of different opinions on it. Uh, yes, I think that we would both agree that it is a pretty incredible accomplishment. I think it is video games. a fantastic game. Matt thinks it is. I think it's a good game that I don't like very much. Mm. My biggest complaint out of the gate is that it should be called Red Dead Revenge or Red Dead... Revention? Uh, I, I think that they should have used another R word, because they went revolver and then redemption. What about Red, Red, Red Dead Redeemed? Isn't that kind of... I, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Except that it's like a prequel, so... Yeah. I don't know. I'm fine with Red Dead Redemption 2. Okay. So, you like the name Red Dead Redemption 2, mm-hmm. but... Uh, so we're just going to dive right into it. So I think that the game is, is, is good in lots of ways. It's really kind of like a technical Marvel. I like looking at it. I like existing in it. Um, this is a game where you are a cowboy man. You are a cowboy man. Yeah. I guess we should describe what the game is. I guess. Okay. Yeah. You're a cow man. You're a cow man. Part cow, part man. You walk on four legs everywhere you go. You move very slowly. And if somebody tips you over, that's it. Game over, Game over, dude. Wasted. Um, I mean, Red Dead Redemption 2, it's an open world, rock star style, sort of, almost at this point, hybrid RPG. Very like, RPG-like. Very RPG. And I'm going to get into some of my frustrations with it going so RPG without actually committing to being a true role-playing game. Oh, that's interesting. But um, yeah, I mean, this game... Well, let's just start there. Um, I think that this game 
sort of suffers from making you play such an open world game, uh, an open world game with such a like defined character that you really can't play to one end of the, you know, other than playing like an evil end of the spectrum, like you're either white hat or black hat. And it literally, it literalizes that by showing a hat that's either like red, I guess in this case, yes. or black or something, or white, depending on if you, you do something that's like considered kind or civil or generous. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a dynamic that is fine. It's exactly the same as the one that was in the last one, but it doesn't really allow for a level of role-playing that's satisfying. One of the things that I really think you should be able to do is when you're in towns, you should be able to like take out the sheriff and lose the bounty on yourself by taking out the sheriff. You should be able to like break into banks whenever you want, not just during story events. And this is coming from someone who, before playing Red Dead Redemption 2, was playing Divinity 2, Original Sin, Mm -hmm. which is an old school CRPG and is the kind of game where if you want to do something, you can do it. Like, yeah, in order to solve mysteries of like a a missing child swimmer, you need to go find a shark and cut its stomach open (laughs) and you find like the foot. And then only then like your elf has to eat the foot of the child because elves can like acquire memories through eating flesh. And then like you you can report back to like the kid's friends that he died. You can either say that he died because he was eaten by a shark. You can say that like he made it to another island where he's just like hanging out there. More importantly... In Divinity Original Sin, if there's a bounty on you, you find the fucker who has the bounty out on you, you kill him and the bounty's over. You don't have to kill him or you pay him off. Whatever you want to do, you can do it. And it's that sort of open world that makes a game like Red Dead Redemption 2 seem really shallow. Because this game feels really shallow. I totally disagree. I could not disagree disagree with everything you just said more. Uh, All right, go. Well, okay. Rebuttal. <laughs> Counterpoint. Point. Um, I feel like this game feels incredibly alive and deep, and I feel totally capable of role-playing it. Uh, I was trying to be a good guy, right? My my goal was to have my Arthur Morgan, the main character, my guy, has a sick mustache. Mine does too. I am very, very vigilant about maintaining my mustache. Um, so I was heading out. I... Uh, was riding to go collect a debt. Uh, this is one of the missions you get. One of the guys in your crew makes bad loans to people, and you get to be the debt collector who hunts them down. I was yeah, going to collect a man. debt. Yep, totally. Uh, going to go get this guy, riding along. There's a woman along the side of the road. She's been trapped underneath her horse that died. I pick the horse up off of her. She says, thank you so much, but I live in this town. Can you get me there? And I say, of course, let's go. I'm a good guy, remember? Yeah. I'm barreling towards the town. She's on there. Uh, I take a wrong turn. <laughs> My horse jumps a fence, misses like the landing because there's a shed on the other side, trips. The horse falls to the ground. She and I are both ejected from the horse. She breaks her neck <laughs> on the ground in the middle of a town. Uh, I do not die, right? But I'm like dusting myself off. My horse is getting up. I see that she's dead. And the person in the little town there says, that guy's a murderer. So now the town like dispatches sheriffs to chase me, right? Yeah. I get on my horse. I start riding the opposite direction. Uh, I am fleeing. I'm feeling like I'm getting away. All of a sudden, I turn around and I rocket over the edge of a cliff. (laughs) Uh, 
my horse has been having a bad day. <laughs> we fall to the bottom of the cliff. My horse is critically injured. Um, and I have two options. If I have the right thing, I can revive it. Yeah, the horse medicine. I do not have the horse medicine. I am forced to shoot my own horse in the head. <laughs> uh, I kill my horse. I leave my saddle. I leave all of my gear. And I am very far away from where I need to be to either get this guy who owes me money or go home. And I don't want to walk everywhere because walking places is arduous in this game. Especially if you're carrying a saddle. Uh, and you don't need to carry the saddle because if you go... I found that out too late. <laughs> well, it tells you in the corner. Oh, I didn't see it clearly because I carried my saddle all the way back to camp at oh, one point. But I love that in a way. But okay. Oh, I don't dislike that. So I am now in a situation where being a good guy is really painful, right? Because mm -hmm. if I just walk home, like that sucks. And so I start walking and I see a little house and I go, that guy's got a horse <laughs> and I don't want to be a really bad dude, but I'm not above being kind of a bad dude because I'm a criminal. Like yeah. Arthur Morgan is a bad dude when it suits him. And so I'm in a situation where I feel like I'm under pressure. Uh, and as a result, I went up to the dude's house. He was out tending his sheep. I walked in, stole all of his stuff, came back out tied him up <laughs> took his horse uh i left him i like right before i left i cut him loose and then i just rode away i didn't kill this guy yeah you just hog tied him well no then i cut him loose <laughs> and then cut him loose i did take all this stuff but i feel like i played it within a morality of my own choosing right i didn't feel like the game coerced me in either direction and i felt like there was a lot of freedom in the way i was able to handle the situation but it's still a binary like not it's, it's still a sliding just like a a uh, 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 what's the term I'm looking for? A sliding it's a scale, a sliding scale, as opposed to a four degree like kind of. I guess, four, but I, four point. I think that like you're scale. viewing it from the lens of like this graph that I guess lives somewhere in the game, but I actually have no idea how to get to it. Also, the menus it in appears this game in the are bottom, terrible. Yeah, it appears on the bottom of the screen whenever, um, whenever you press some button. It's like it literally is like a sliding scale, one with like a white hat and one with a red hat. And it's like at the very bottom. Of I the see screen. a little thing. You see the things that pop up, up on the right? side, when, yeah, when like things bringing occur. it up like a receipt. But then, like it also, it appears at the bottom every so often. But I, I've never looked at that, and I've never seen it, and I don't. That doesn't impact the way that I'm playing, right? I, I'm just playing it according to my own morality, yeah, totally. And so, the fact that the game is keeping track of it in that way doesn't really impact my ability to role play however I want. And I genuinely feel like I am free to do whatever I want in this game. Have you tried robbing a bank yet? Just walking in? No, because my bank? Arthur Morgan wouldn't Would do that. Would not do that. Okay. So, like, I guess I'm not butting up against that portion of it. I feel like I'm butting up against this game constantly. Really? In various different ways. Yeah. So, like, what is another way? Because I feel like you created... Your, your main critique there was kind of a constructed situation where you were like, I wanted to do this one thing, and I was unable to do it. What's another way that you feel constrained by this game? Um, I find that like there's like a limited number of way to interact with individual people. Mm -hmm. You can really only greet or antagonize, which is sort of seems pointless to me if there's no further confrontation that can come out of it. That's a, how is that like significantly more depth than just shooting somebody? Hmm. Which is a heavier. That's like the GTA antagonizes you, punch somebody in the face, and shoot them, mm -hmm. and take their money. In this game, it's like you can greet them, but what's the benefit of greeting someone? 
if you want i mean there there are little there are fun little events i encountered the woman who was stuck under a horse yeah as i'm well. sure everybody does i helped the i helped her out from under the horse but i couldn't give her a ride because i had like venison on the back of my mm-hmm. of my horse so i got a red hat for helping her up and then riding away see i think that you give a lot more credence to this totally oh no no i don't scale. i don't i i mean i assume that it will affect you at certain points later in the game I'm still hovering right around the center because every single time you give money, you get, you know, no matter how much money you give. Like, I think that the scale is meaningless. So, I, th- I wonder if it'll be meaningless or whether it will it will weigh into big, important questions later on. What I should say is it's meaningless in the sense that I think it takes a lot of work to make it really push in either direction. It seems heavily weighted yeah. toward being good. It seems hard to make it bad. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm fluttering somewhere around the middle right now because I accidentally killed a bunch of sheriff's deputies. But. Well, it seems like you were on a mission to try and kill all of them to get your <laughs> bounty no, cleared. I, <laughs> in which case, you probably should be a little more red than you are. There's a moment in the game when they come flooding out of the woodwork and I was trying to loot all these corpses and more guys kept coming and I thought, I didn't realize that they were sheriffs and deputies. I thought that they were more of the gang that I had been killing. And so I just kept shooting and looting corpses and didn't realize that I was like now killing like honest hardworking civilians as opposed to gangs and isn't that a mistake that a real life person could make are you not role-playing a confused man in a terrifying world well you made a comment about how the the best way to think of this role-playing is that that everyone else thinks that arthur morgan is drunk (laughs) yeah well and that is i mean because considering the way that you move in this game and the way that shooting works that's how i feel all the time yes uh, i think that's worth noting this game, I think, is a really cool experience, but it controls like stirring a bowl of molasses. It's not fun. It, I don't. I've think come it's fun. around on it. Not like I think it's good to control this game, but I am more. I think after about five hours, you get a sense of Stockholm syndrome, and it's like I don't make mistakes pressing buttons as consistently. There are still dumb things that happen, like in this game. You know, in Zelda, you pull back on the stick when you're riding a horse and you stop your horse. Mm-hmm. In this game, that represents trying to get the horse to turn because you have to pull the right bumper in order to get the horse to slow down. I don't do that. Uh, I always oh, no, forget about I that. Never, I never stop my horse. And my horse usually stops just, by running into something. I just hop off. Uh, yeah. I just oh, eject. Yeah. But what really happens is a lot of times I'll like ride up to somebody all cool and then I'll pull back on the stick, and my horse is just kind of swimming left to right <laughs> as I kind of circle the person trying to stop next to them. And it's funny to think about that as this character just being wasted all the time. Uh, I do like that. I, it's, I guess it's something that you can presume, especially because you do drink a lot of alcohol. You, you are hammered. Record. Yeah, and you're chewing tobacco constantly. Yeah, so... Store that dead eye. This, yes. I also don't like the dead eye. I do not understand how the... Uh, dueling mechanic works. Oh, I don't either. I I have done it several times. Oh, so yeah, I've done it like five times. I still don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it at all. And there are instructions in the corner every time, but they only appear when you're in the combat. Yeah. And then you just get shot or you You bang on the right trigger and it kind of works. Uh, yeah, there's, there's, there are things like that throughout the game, sprinkled throughout the game. I mean, I think that we can, we, we will agree that the controls are not ideal. And I think that they you so think... I've kind of come to the point where I think they are ideal in the... I had a friend in college who majored in Greek. And he always talked about how in Greek literature, there is this thing that would happen where 
the author would write things in an intentionally like difficult to read or comprehend way. Yeah. Like a in order to communicate a point. So if somebody like picks up a heavy spear, that sentence would be written in a heavy way. Like in a in a uh intentionally obtuse way yeah there's a there's a passage in an oscar wilde story in which someone is holding trying to hold a um doorknob and keep it from turning oh nice and it's described in excruciating detail because that would be the mental experience of someone it it might only be a matter of seconds but Mm -hmm. the amount of force that they are putting into it and the amount of fear that they're feeling like so yeah that reflection i think the question is whether it's worth it in the end, do you feel as though the spear is heavier to pick up or do you just feel irritated that you have to spend longer reading about the spear being picked up? In the, I can see both sides of it, right? I too, too. And, but, I, and, that's, and I respect this game to a degree as a, as a thought experiment. Yeah. I do not enjoy interacting with it. And to the, to the point that it has begun to make me wonder whether I am an impatient person person with video games but i put that to rest i was really i was actually having difficulty with this because i i think of myself as a very patient person with media i tend to be fine and enjoy slow media yeah like i don't really have i fucking love the third season of twin peaks (laughs) and that's and that's like as frustrating like to the point of comedy it doesn't get slower so so I was beginning to wonder this, and then I had this experience the other day where I woke up at 5.30 in the morning, and I wasn't sure what to do. I couldn't fall back asleep, so I thought, well, I guess I could play a video game. I guess I'll play some Red Dead. Yep. So I got up, and I put in Red Dead, and then I kind of like did a mission, then I stopped and was sort of bored, and I walked over to the window and then saw that the sun was going to come up soon, and I went out, and I watched the sunrise. And I came back in and sat down and played some more Red Dead. And I was at this point where I was in town and I was waiting for the local fence to open up so I could sell some stuff. Yeah. And I had nothing to do. So I just kind of wandered town and sat down and like, you know, it was it was middle of the night. So I like walked around, talked to a drunk, sat down, just kind of like watched, watched the world go by. And then I realized the sun was about to go rise. So I went <laughs> and I watched the sunrise in Red Dead Redemption 2. And it was one of my favorite parts of the game. Yeah. Because it was limiting the amount of like interaction that I actually had with the world, except for the natural world. I was just kind of existing in the nature. And that was really thoroughly satisfying. And so I like this game as a sort of Thoreau simulator, I suppose. I think that's really what it is in a lot of ways. Yeah. I don't find it that interesting as a role-playing game in which you are trying to kind of like craft your own narrative and again, I'm saying that coming off of a CRPG, which is the kind of game where you literally are given a blank slate with some presets and then asked to to kind of role play them from there. And where all of the all of the kind of decisions that you make, that stuff is all deep under the hood. What whatever mm-hmm. like what, whatever numbers, whatever you know decisions that you make, dice how that, rolls, yeah, that are however happening. that affects everything is hidden way under the hood. Um, and it's less of that sort of binary of good or bad where you're always going to be at least on one side of the scale or the other. Yeah, I, I it's interesting to me that you keep coming back to that because I don't think about that at all. Because like the game has its existing story, 
And I think that that story is really good. I also find the story sort of uninteresting. Really? What? It's like a bunch of people who just want to live like Robin Hood, but they don't exactly act like Robin Hood either, which is fine. That's some. There's some complexity there. I think, I think Dutch I think is a great the, character. I think all the lines are well written and everything. I just... I get tired. There's so much of it. And it's not, it's not compelling on a minute-by-minute basis. I think the... Uh, and maybe you're not interested in this question, but I'm very curious. Like usually, we compare video games to movies because it's probably the closest media. I think that books are also sort of an interesting one because of the input-output relationship that they share. I don't know what in 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 like not so much tone and style, but in pacing, I have no idea what kind of media is even close to this. But it's making me realize that I don't like the Rockstar House style of like walk along on a horse and have a conversation with a person, then shoot some people, then walk back while having a conversation. It feels it feels incredibly artificial to me in a way that like is really starting to grate on me and it feels really old. Like it feels outdated. Parts of this game I'll give you feel kind of old. Uh I the interesting thing that I think you're kind of getting at though is and whether or not this is like what you want them to be Mm -hmm. i think that this is a video game and i think this is how video games tell stories and i think that all the games that have like what people consider to be impressive or good stories uh actually follow basically this model except that you know in mass effect you ride an elevator instead of a horse or or you pick up audio logs but i find all of that much more engaging than i do this in part because i feel as though the conversations they're so natural yeah. that I find them sort of bland. Oh, see, I have the exact opposite uh, experience of it where I'm sort of... I started out really kind of disliking this game because it does not feel good to play. and Ah, uh, you admit it. Well, but it, it doesn't. I, nev- I yeah. totally admit no, that. Yeah, the Stockholm Syndrome sets in eventually. Well, but I think also you accept like, oh, it doesn't feel good to play if I try and be Link and I try and play it like Breath of the Wild. Yeah. It feels okay on its own terms and whether or not those terms are good in the abstract stops mattering because the world actually doesn't necessarily ask you to do things that the controls can't handle yeah the world doesn't move at zelda speed right so so it doesn't need so you don't need to move at zelda speed yes and so at first i was butting up against that and i was unhappy and i was like all right, we're just kind of going places. And then I just started to have interactions both with the people in the camp and with the side quest givers uh, that you just run into out in the world. Not just like people who have fallen off of a horse or whatever, but slightly more involved ones where like there's a bunch of dudes working on a train like on the railroad tracks. And I interacted with the foreman and he thought one of them was stealing, right? And I go, I'm his heavy, right? Yeah. but like the interaction that Arthur has with that guy, uh, visually, I, it looked motion captured, which is crazy because I talked to him for less than thirty seconds. Oh uh, yeah, I think we should say this game is incredibly well motion captured. This game is, and just across the, it's such an accomplishment in that regard. It is from another planet in yeah. that regard. Um, but I think that part of what that offers is that I get more about Morgan's character from his movement 
and from other characters movement and the voice acting which is across the board stellar yeah. morgan's voice actor is <laughs> amazing mind-boggling dutch's might... voice actor is yeah. terrific yeah uh and from those things what they're saying in a lot of cases is kind of mundane because it's very naturalistic um but i feel like i'm able to read more into it than what's being said which is very rare for a video game and i i agree like maybe like last of us is in that that's, category that's, and the like, last of that's us it the ending of the last of us hinges on mm. on some motion capture work which is kind of phenomenal i mean that's that's a that's a bold choice right but yeah it's an incredibly bold choice but yeah no i agree i agree with all these things i think that that's why when it's suddenly kind of within the constraints of a mission mm-hmm. it starts to bug me i enjoy running into people like i i enjoyed my conversation with the town drunk when i was oh that's great yeah when i, I it wasn't strawberry i can't remember that it was in i was in Rhodes, and that's when i was waiting for the sun to rise uh-huh. and like so i enjoyed that I don't. It's once you're placed under the constraints of the mission, where you feel as though, guess I'm on a mission now, and you kind of have the forced dialogue while you're traveling because there's so much time spent traveling in this game. Yes. Um, and I unlocked fast travel. Guess what doesn't feel like fast travel? Oh, is it just like automatically you ride? Not exactly, but it's like it's it's very slow and it doesn't place you exactly where you want to be it just places you sort of like at various town centers and I love or railways yeah i mean it's fine it's like it's it's just consistent with the rest of the game um uh, i don't know i like this i like this most when i am just wandering and don't actually have a mission which is kind of the antithesis of how i've been playing it unfortunately because and this is this is my fault, less so a fault of the game. Although maybe some guidance in the game would would be would help me to know when I should take free time and when not. But I'm I'm curious about the story, and I'm waiting for the story to sort of ramp up. I'm waiting for the the energy to improve and for the plotting to get a little bit tighter, because I feel like there are all the ingredients are there. Like you said, there's a lot of great characters, and yeah. they're all really well motion captured, and like all the ingredients to tell a really gripping excellent narrative are there it's just extraordinarily slow in doing that and there's a lot of there's a lot of downtime in between and like frankly the the beautiful natural world that they built is subject to the law of diminishing returns as are all advancements in video games and there is a point when i start to like look out my own window rather than want to look at the game (laughs) And I don't usually, I've never felt before, like I've never played a game and thought like, why am I doing this in this world when I could be outside enjoying like <laughs> actual nature? Like Breath of the Wild, like you climb a tree and I was never like, oh man, I miss actually climbing. Well, maybe I did kind of miss actually climbing yeah, trees. Yeah, but that's but a different I, But thing. you know, it's a different thing. And in this, there is a point where I'm where I'm there and I'm just, then I look out my window and I have like, there's like red ivy growing on like the wall across the way. And I just think I kind of would rather look at that than this at this point. Because wow. it's an incredible accomplishment. I like looking at it, but like after, it's almost the verisimilitude is so high that, I sort of sort of stopped noticing what an accomplishment it is. I totally agree that it's easily the most realistic looking thing I've ever seen. And yeah. it almost to the point that it kind of doesn't hinge on the uncanny valley. Like it actually almost skips over it. Uh and 
I agree that it makes it. I remember being more impressed by Red Dead One. Uh, just looking out over vistas and stuff. Yeah, because it seemed more insane. Whereas now I look at this and I just go like, "Yep, looks like the world." And this is where we should be. That's cool. Like that, I, I. That's not a critique. It's just uh, a strange place to be. Um, you want to know something screwed up that I just, an anecdote I would like to tell about the world and an element of realism that actually surprised me. So I, I rocket off this cliff on this horse. This horse dies. I have to put it down in the field. Bad bad day. I like that horse. That horse is that horse is bad day. Yeah. Well, for both of us, mainly the horse. Yeah. Uh, I go back and I get another horse and all this stuff. And then I go out on a mission. It's like two missions later. And something I actually do like about this game uh, with the way that the missions happen, um, you're right that once you are on a mission, it like pops the name of the mission in the corner and you're like in the mission, right? Yeah, you're locked in. But... I often find myself falling into those without realizing I was going to trigger them because I kind of just go around the camp and talk to people and I don't really look at the map. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I'm not like seeking out missions. I'm just sort of interacting with the camp and suddenly it's just like, oh wait, this just spiraled out and we're like going, Uh, which I really enjoy because that is actually sort of how conversations can happen in the real world where you're like, you know, you talk to everybody at work and then all of a sudden somebody's like, what are you doing on Friday? And now you're like doing something. It's much more, it's much more naturalistic than previous games yes. from Rockstar. I, and, and I'm impressed and other, by that. And other, other games basically, but it, partially that's down to the fact that you can just approach someone and suddenly you're on a mission. Yeah. As opposed to having to approach someone and make choices. Yes, totally. Um, so we rocket off on this mission. We're galloping along, talking, and we go into the canyon, and my horse's corpse is there, just like covered in flies and rotting. Really? Yes. That's pretty cool. And that was awesome. I want to go back and check on my dead horses. I'll still bet there. you it is. And it was deeply messed up. Uh, and that's the sort of thing for everything that this game does that's weird and slow, it pays off a remarkable amount of it, I feel like. And there's an attention to detail that seems to extend to the missions, where there's a mission where you uh, jack a stagecoach, right? Uh, Yeah, there's a few. Well, yeah, but there's like one where you do it initially. Yeah. And part of that mission is you rob a house, uh, and then you go get the stagecoach. I went through the house. I stole stuff. I left all the drawers open, and then I went and got the stagecoach, right? And we're going away on the stagecoach, me and my accomplice. And you hear the kid from the house like, we got robbed! And uh, the guy says, like, did you leave a drawer open? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, uh, they know what they're doing there. And so the question is, like, it doesn't matter whether or not they would have found it anyway. Do you th- have you, did, were you tempted to go back and replay the mission and no. see if you could close all the drawers? No, but then when I actually, when I robbed that other guy's house, uh, just on my own, yeah. out in the world, I did close all the drawers. Yeah. I and tend so, to close out of the drawers just out of... Habit. Cleanliness. Cleanliness, yeah. But it creates, it, the whole world does create this sense where I never feel like I'm butting up against the edges of it. I feel like oftentimes it's butting up against me. Hmm. Like, I feel like I am the limiting factor in how real it could be <laughs> because I'm wasted. <laughs> I think that most of my issues with it are like the lack of conversation trees, maybe. That's kind of what it comes down to. And the fact mm. that, like, if I have a problem, there's usually only one solution to that problem, and it's the gun. Yeah, 
And I, I get where you're coming from with that. And there are scenarios where it's like, it just turns into a shooting gallery. Yeah. And I will say, like, when I started it, I thought that the shooting was kind of formless. Yeah. But now I think it's okay. It's heavy enough. I don't think the shooting's bad. I just do think that because I never move, that the shooting is a shooting gallery. Oh, I Because I just stay behind cover and I just pick guys off. I've gradually. started kind of moving around and getting to other cover. Yeah. That's a good um, idea. I should probably try that more. I wish the game forced me to do it, though. I've gotten flanked once. I, I feel like the, it started to ramp up in me getting kind of pressured. Yeah. Uh, it depends on the mission, obviously. Um, and some of them just are straight up shooting galleries with like an unconscionable number of people. Like yes, yes, it's crazy. which increasingly in video games just pisses me off. It's silly. But question: Did you turn off the mini map, or do you have your mini map on and you just don't look at it a whole lot? I have the big mini map on, but I try not to look at it. Okay, because you you know you can adjust the map yes, to like I saw absurd that. degrees. Yeah, and I, I played did. without one with just the compass for a while. Yeah, it's interesting. Did you uh? tighten up the other controls i did yes what was it you turn take the dead zone down to zero yeah and crank the sensitivity on the look all the way up it seems a little bit better um it's not like i'm curious what this game will be like with a mouse whenever it comes out on pc but yeah no it's fine <laughs> it's all fine i like the game i just i i find it really exhausting and i don't feel compelled to play it the way that i felt compelled to play say spider-man which i think is a lesser game yeah Spider-Man is a lot of fun. That is to say, like I think that that's a fun game. It's a really cool game. But like the uh, the world of Spider-Man feels kind of hollow and flat. And that's fine because the game's about role-playing Spider-Man. It's not about creating. And I think that with Please, Arthur Spider Morgan, Boy. Spider not by the end of it. <laughs> After he has his bar mitzvah, uh, I was he's gonna say yeah. Mazel Tov, Spider Boy, Spider Bar Mitzvah. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You don't know how to feel. I don't. And I will probably see this game through gradually. Um, and if the story becomes sort of like, if it manages to, to reach a momentum like you have with something like The Last of Us, that would be nice. I don't know if it will do that. Uh, and I also have not played The Last of Us. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I... I from everything I hear about The Last of Us, I, you know, it's propulsive and crazy. and, and Yeah, it's, 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 it uses its characters. I mean, it has fewer characters. It's, yeah. it's less of a... That, that is a movie. This feels like Lonesome Dove. This, yeah, certainly. That is a good comparison. And beyond that, this feels like... I, I keep coming back to it. Like, this is what video game storytelling kind of is to me. And I don't know if that's good or bad, or uh, that's not to say it's like the terminal end of it. You know what I mean? But See, this is like what we have collectively voted is video game storytelling. Okay, yes. Then that I agree with. I think that Rockstar has set the template for modern yes. video game storytelling. I prefer my Zelda storytelling where it is almost exclusively dynamic or something that is mimicking a a movie but with like super tight and just really satisfying chunky movement yeah i mean this feels this feels not chunky this like you said this feels like a spoon in molasses this is a strange video game yeah i find it counter counterpoint i find it probably the most compulsively playable thing uh since breath of the wild like i more than uh dead cells um Dead Cells, I found incredibly compulsive. Yeah, I guess so. But I, I, I would say um, the difference being 
like on the big console. Yeah. Like big ass triple A game. Let's go. Okay. I see what you're saying. Uh I think about this in a way that I you know, don't think about dead cells. And I also just like want to set aside enormous chunks of time for this. I was talking with a friend who was also playing this game. Uh, and they said that game does not respect your time at all. <laughs> and no. he is, he also can't stop playing it. Uh, and he's totally right. But I, Zelda, I guess, and I think Breath of the Wild is the most analogous thing here in a lot of different ways. Well, they're both really weird open world games yeah. that buck the U- Ubisoft trend. And I think that that's been said millions of other places. It's true. But I think that nonetheless, you're not seeing the comparison being made between the two of them, or I haven't at least. I don't see it either, and I don't get that. But like, so, okay. Uh, I think that Zelda respects your time incredibly well. Anywhere you look, there is something that's just like, here's a reward. If you want to shut this off right now, you did it. And you just played it for like a minute, right? Uh, This is the opposite. And I think nothing sums this up better than the fact that the first time they showed Breath of the Wild, it was a demo where Shigeru Miyamoto was just sitting in front of a TV with a Wii U controller. And he's just, Link is just like riding through an endless forest. And he's just like, look, the horse does not run into the trees. (laughs) And that was like, oh, new Zelda. And at the time, I thought that was totally ridiculous, right? Yeah. But, number one, that was actually probably harder to do than we acknowledge. Number two, oh, that's the entire difference between these games. Because in this game, if you run in the woods, your horse trips and dies because you're an idiot who shouldn't have ridden in the woods. Whereas in Zelda, it's just like, no, you're the best at riding a horse. This is not entirely true. Because what Red Dead really does is that sometimes you will run into trees and sometimes you won't. And you will never know when the... It's My a horse, gamble. It's always a gamble, but not in a not in a consistent or, or necessarily interesting way. But in a realistic way. And that and that's it. Is that Zelda Zelda I mean, in, all in, the knobs in, to No, fun. in a way that's trying to ape realism without actually being realism and some it feels like it inevitably feels like the game is cheating me when it punishes me. Oh, I don't feel that way at all. I feel like whenever I something Well with the bad horses happens, at least. With the horses, I do. I mean, if I run off a cliff, that's my fault. Yes, that is on you. But like when I but like it's like when I when my horse doesn't jump a fence and instead collides with a fence. Friend, you should have pressed the jump button because you can make you it can jump. make it jump, but it will also automatically jump some sometimes but this is the key if you always press the button the horse yeah. is fine i mean i've also just like i've run into to trees yeah. multiple times when i otherwise would have normally gone around them and i I'm, I'm sure that there is i'm sure it's not actually random chance i'm sure that there's something that i'm doing wrong but like no. the game doesn't telegraph it's it. just that it's just that sometimes the horse is an idiot so, yeah and sometimes the horse misses it which is like if in real life you re- rode a horse through a woods that's what would happen. And yeah. like, I think there's, I wouldn't call it fun, right? Like, I think that what Zelda does is fun because yeah. Zelda's just like, no, I'm the best horse rider. But oh, yeah. what this is doing is making it so that staying on the roads is safe. Yeah. I mean, they make fun of you for being a bad, a bad rider at one point in the game. Yeah, Dutch sure. makes fun of you for being, for being bad at horse riding. But no one ever makes fun of you for being bad at shooting because you have dead eye, which allows you to be an incredible shooter. I don't know how to turn that on. It, I see the gauge, but I don't know how to turn it on. I've played the game for like seven hours. Readers, if you know how to turn on dead eye, would you write to us at podcast at zero stars dot co 
We'll definitely read it next time. Yes, and that will let everybody else know how to turn on Deadeye. Yeah, and it, also, if you could tell me... Oh, man, what are other things I don't know how to do in how this game? How to load a save state? Uh, you do that from the story menu. Oh, really? I yeah. didn't know that you could do that at all. Yeah. Oh, that's cool, because there's a lot of things that I like want to test out, and then... The auto-saving, though, it will prevent you from... Um, like manually saving in a lot of different situations and i don't know what mm. determines it because i was like oh it's because i'm in a mission and then other times it will just be like i'm out in the field that's strange uh also pro tip here's a fun thing that i like doing i started just hunting with the lasso and a knife because <laughs> it makes the uh pelts good they come out like four stars or three stars yeah like the they're always like stars. good or above because yeah. you just like get on them and then you just cut their Get throats. Also, I don't like hunting in this it's game. It's halal. I love it. <laughs> I'm also in this game. I try to be a... Breath of the Wild lets you be a vegetarian. Yes. This game doesn't. That makes sense, though. Yeah. But wait, you don't, you don't like the hunting? I don't like killing animals in games. I like it a lot in this game. It feels, it feels fine. It, like, I, I love that they suffer because that makes it meaningful to kill them. Yeah. Like, I like that it's fucked up. But I don't feel as though I see the rewards other than just cash. With Zelda, you get, like, You gotta have meat. that meat. Yeah, but do you eat the meat in this game? Oh, yeah. It, re- it restores all your cores. Oh, I just eat, like, crackers and shit. No, dude. Start doing that. Cause if My you... guy is also undernourished. Uh, these says. things are correlated. Yeah. <laughs> so what you gotta do is you kill, that, kill like, a deer, yeah. and you get, like, five venison steaks out of it. You cook all those. Each one of those will restore all your cores simultaneously. That's cool, I guess. I think Matt needs to get good. (laughs)